everybody. Zane here. Just want to say hello. Hello. We are at episode 10 now. Uh, it's kind of crazy. Made it to double digits. So I'm a little excited about that. I know it took us a little while, but uh, working at it. Uh, this time around, we're doing a solo episode. I had Jami Beg, a talented singer-songwriter, on the last episode. So please make sure you check that out. Uh, and I am in the process of booking more guests, things like that, or, or more interviews. So um, those will be coming soon. And um, actually, I guess a quick little thing that I can put out there is that I will be back in Chicago next week for about a week. Uh, so if you're in Chicago, interested in chatting, being on the show, hit me up, let me know, uh, should be a message here or contact at aftersoundmusic.com. Um, yeah, so I got my little agenda of stuff that I wanted to kind of go through here. Now, there's something um, really cool that I wanted to start doing, and I it's not my idea. I picked this up from another podcast. It's The Portal by Eric Weinstein. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, but the name of the podcast is The Portal. Uh, love what he does. Love everything about that. But the main thing actually has nothing to do with the content of his podcast. It's more so his sponsorship model. And um, for me, what I really like about what he does is he he created this concept called the reverse sponsor. So in a sense, um, you know, I'm going to introduce a sponsor on the show in the next 30 seconds, but they have no idea. They're not paying me. This is me just trying to share some really cool products or really cool services, whatever the case is. Uh, stuff that I've come across that I've been using for years or however long, uh, and then I've seen some really awesome results from or whatever the case is. So I wanted to start that this time around. And uh, you know, maybe in the future, there'll be a sponsor. Who knows if you're out there and uh, want to sponsor the show, hit me up. But um, it's, it's more so a way for me to, to highlight a company or a product specifically and uh, chat about that and hopefully uh, get this company good press for all of the cool stuff that they are doing. So uh, this week's, this episode is brought to you by Behringer, that's B-E-H-R-I-N-G-E-R. And they're, uh, they're an audio company, um, audio equipment. So I've used several different products by them, but the one that I'm gonna recommend specifically for today is the studio headphones. Now, I've used these for years. This is actually my second pair, actually my third pair, because I'm using these right now. Um, but these specifically, these, these are the HPM 1000s, and it's kind of ridiculous, because I, I think I was checking Amazon, and you can find them probably other uh, other music, music-related websites or just, I guess, places where they sell headphones and stuff, uh, but probably more geared towards pro audio. Uh, but I found them on Amazon for like 12 bucks, and I think the price is gonna be relatively the same throughout, uh, you know, wherever you end up looking. But they are, the sound quality is awesome. The bass in there, there's a, there's a really good amount of high end. I've done so much producing with them. And uh, yeah, it's just one of those, it's just one of those things where, I, you know, I just realized I've been using their headphones for so long. I actually got upgraded. So these are not the DJ headphones, although they have cool DJ headphones, which I liked, but um, I'm not, I'm not a DJ, at least not at this point in my career. So I, I still wanted something that was studio ready. And I believe these are the, the 3000 version rather than the 1000. But once again, uh, and if you're looking at the, the the YouTube or the video version of this, I'm showing it here, HPM 1000. So Behringer, thank you so much for making awesome products. Uh, I will be back for more whenever these conk out. And like I said, they they last me a very long time. So if you're interested in getting headphones, and this is for people who are not even necessarily into audio production. I mean, like 
I just think they sound awesome. They're they're not noise canceling, but the thing is, you know, I'll wear them on an airplane or something like that, uh, or places where it's loud, just to kind of like block out a lot of the sound. And you know, that's it's just it's a just a good way to immerse yourself in whatever it is you're doing from an audio standpoint, from an audio experience. So that is today's reverse sponsor, and thank you again to the Portal Podcast and Eric Weinstein for the idea. Um, I appreciate you putting that onto the world and I'm just trying to pay it forward to, to help other companies out. So, uh, please don't, uh, please don't come after me for that. Um, cool. So a couple quick updates that I just wanted to go through. Um, first of all, you guys are amazing. We, we just crossed, uh, or a couple days ago, we crossed 50,000 streams on Spotify for the alchemist, which, um, thank you really. Uh, it's just, it's, it's just super cool to see the responses and uh, very humbled, grateful, both uh, Primal and I. So that is awesome. The remix, which was done by the talented producer Jacob Moore, just dropped this past Friday. So uh, when you're watching this three days ago um, and we're already, you know, it's it's another fun banger. There's it's just it's just so like, I don't know, I just it pumps me up like, uh, you know, it's just. To me, it's just really cool when people take something that you've done and make it their own while obviously keeping certain elements and things like that. So Jacob, you killed it, love it. Um, and I'm excited that that is now out in the world. So please go check that out and check out Jacob's music when you get a chance. It is Jacob Moore, M-O-O-R-E. And it is the remix that he did for The Alchemist. But um, we even did a track together earlier this summer called uh, without you, and he's uh, he's he's hardworking, so he's got a lot of music coming out, always coming out. So make sure you you check him out. Uh, and then the last one, just want to say thanks for the Genesia remix. I mean, this is something we dropped almost a year ago, uh, just kind of randomly. I met Genesia at a conference in Nashville, a music conference in Nashville, and uh, the you know listened to their song Mexico, put my spin on it, loved it. I mean, I loved the song, and then put my own spin on it, and. Um, yeah, I mean, we just hit 250,000 streams on Spotify, so this is crazy. This is crazy, um, especially for for someone who wasn't really sure where things were at 12 to 18 months ago. So, um, you know, I just really appreciate all of you guys listening. I thank you again to Spotify for showing us love and getting on uh, getting us on some of the different playlists that you have, um, Creamy being one of the big ones. And uh, yeah, that's those are the those I guess are the updates for this week from a music standpoint. Just just a lot of thank yous. Just I'm trying to. Um, I'm trying to just show my and express my gratitude for uh, all the love that you guys are showing on the music so far. So thank you again for that. Um, cool. I feel like I'm talking really, really fast and it's really, really warm in here. But we are going to carry on because I don't feel like stopping to turn the AC on for right now. So, <laughs> all right. The main thing I wanted to talk about this episode um, I guess it was like networking and like what has and hasn't worked for me. So I, I use this app called meetup.com, which I heard about many, many years ago. But, you know, I was living in Chicago and I just felt like my social situations were all kind of covered for. I didn't really, you know, I wasn't really in the mode to go out and network, even though I should have been because, you know, we you, you live once and, and uh, whatever it is you're trying to do, you want to be able to connect with more people in whatever industry it is. So I should have been doing that just from a social perspective, from a networking perspective, just to find other folks doing music and doing other creative work. But um, I didn't in Chicago. Now moving here to LA, don't know as many people. So Meetup was one of the first places that I went. 
and I'm just trying to figure out, you know, the best way to get back into this social scene, right? Like people probably get confused. They think that I'm very, very extroverted because uh, in social situations I can, you know, I love talking. I love talking. I love connecting with people. Um, but I feel like underneath I am naturally introverted. Uh, you know, it takes a lot of energy, energy for me to go out to specific crowds or events or whatever, where I don't really know anyone. And I know that's probably the case for a lot of folks, um, where you're comfortable with the group of people that you know, or if you're in like a, a small or even a big group of people, but they're all people that you know, or have grown up with, or whatever the case is, like you're loud and brash and like, you're you, right? Like you're, you're just comfortable. But the moment you get put into a different type of environment, um, you know, I, I, for me, especially like I get quiet, I do a lot of listening and I try to do a lot of like reading the room and trying to figure things out like that. So, um, I went to this networking event, gosh, it was in the arts district just earlier this, uh, this week, or well, I guess by the time you guys are listening, uh, this past week in Los Angeles. Um, and it was one of the first things that I had done in a while. So I thought I would just kind of chat about like, what are, again, what are some of the things that worked for me? What are some of the things that didn't work? Um, now the first, I, I broke it down into a couple tips here. So if I keep looking down, that's, I just want to make sure I'm covering everything. But the first thing is bring some business cards. And I broke this rule the first time around or the, this past week. Um, I have business cards. I left a lot of them in Chicago, but there, you know, and the thing is I actually do a lot of my networking online now, right? So you meet a lot of people through Instagram or when you meet them in person, you connect on Instagram or on Facebook or, or exchange numbers. You know, a lot of it is just digital now, but I don't, there's just something about having a physical card and, you know, some folks there had some, but you, you come home with it. Um, and you just never know where that card might end up for that person that you gave it to, you know, they might come home, put it on their desk, leave it in a book or whatever the case is. And in three weeks, they'll check it out, look it up. And then all of a sudden you're back on their radar, right? So if nothing came of it is what I'm saying. So you just don't know where that would go. And I would say business cards are relatively inexpensive to get. Um, even just like super basic ones. I know Vistaprint has, uh, I think you can even get some for free. You just got to pay for the shipping. But um, yeah, that would be probably tip number one. And one of the first things that I did wrong. So uh, if and when, actually, I'm not going to say if. When I go out to other networking events and things like that, business cards are just going to be something that I try to carry in my wallet or pocket, whatever the case is, or backpack uh, from here on forward. So make sure you have those. It's just something about having like a tangible physical card, I think, goes a long way. Uh, the second thing, and probably the most important thing and where I'm going to spend the majority of my time um, uh, talking about today is, is really, you know, just there's so many people who talk about it, so I, it's hard to give uh, credit just across the board. You know, for me, um, I'm a big fan of, of like Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk. So I, I would say that just the amount of content that I consume of his will probably be the place where I've heard this most, but you, you want to focus on providing value, right? So you want to just not think about, you know, it, it's actually very selfish. If you go around, like, what can this person do for me? What can this person do for me? Um, and then, you know, unfortunately a lot of people will do that or have that attitude and then write folks off like, oh, okay, I'm in music, but this guy's in business or finance or something like that. And immediately it's just like, ah, there's nothing that I'm not really going to gain from this relationship. Um, and I don't know, for me, like, I'm, 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 I'm not trying to judge. You, you do you. But for me, I found what 
has brought me the most value and fulfillment in terms of just like networking in general is really just approaching it with like literally nothing in mind, right? Like, thankfully, I, I do have a lot of really cool things going on, but I'm not there trying to flex and show like, hey, this is what I'm doing on Spotify or Instagram or, or things like that. Like, I'm just trying to talk to people. And it, the, the networking event was a cool one because it was, it was kind of across the board. It was like social, creative, and tech. Um, and, you know, I'm, 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 I love tech. I'm big into it. Love talking about it. Love exploring it. I actually have a VR podcast called Everything Virtual. So I do a little plug there. But um, <clears throat> yeah, it was just, it's for me, one of the best things to do is just to go in and just have conversations, you know, and the thing is like, you'll easily be able to read like which people, you know, kind of going back, which people are in there just trying to get something out of you. Uh, as opposed to who are the people that you genuinely want to connect with. And I think if you have that approach, it just goes uh, such a long way. So, you know, even just, um, I, you know, the best example that I can give is we were there and I was talking to this young kid who had just graduated maybe about a year or so before. And he was taking this kind of like coding academy. Um, sorry, not coding academy. Again, I, I I need to make sure I remember it correctly. But he was taking this this certification course for UX uh, user experience, which is something that I actually have nothing to do with. It's on a completely different field, and uh, you know, obviously from a music perspective, there's there's really no crossover there. But the thing is, I knew some people in UX. You know, I have some good friends in Chicago who have gotten or have been in UX for a while, and um, you know, just talking with him, like the first thing immediately that came to mind was well. I know some people, you're looking for jobs, you're looking for just people to connect with, learn more about the industry. Um, let me put you in touch with one of these guys who I'm really close with that I that I know is the type of person, like when I hit him up, he's going to be like, yeah, sure, send him my way, would love to chat, see whatever the case is. So, you know, just just little things like that is probably the best example that I can give where, I don't know, I, there's nothing that I'm going to gain out of that relationship, maybe, but for me... It's a lot of it is a self-satisfaction of just like, okay, well, I was able to help someone with not expecting anything in return. And, you know, again, going back to the Gary Vee thing, like karma, karma is just the right thing to do. Like just help people. And uh, what did he say? Karma is practical. So I really like that approach. Just trying to help the people around you. You never know when that stuff will come back around. And, you know, I can say for myself that so much has been done for me or come out of left field when I wasn't really expecting it. So if I can provide that value and pay it forward, and just, just put some positive vibes and positive impact uh, in the world wherever I can, then that is the goal. So, um, you know, that is enough for me. But in terms of music, there were some really cool producers there. There were some folks that lived actually not too far from me. So we'll see. But a lot of the conversation just actually was about like where the music scene is at today in terms of like what's hot, what's not. Um, you know, we talked a lot about what uh, different DAWs we use. So for example, I use Ableton um, and a lot of folks either use Pro Tools or Logic or whatever the case is. Actually, there were quite a few folks who use Ableton, which made me feel good about the fact that I kind of went all in on Ableton, uh, just learning how to do pretty much everything in there. Um, but yeah, that that to me was, was probably one of the biggest takeaways was just there's going to be so many different events like this. And obviously in different parts of the city, I know that's going to make a big difference too excuse me, with uh, this being in the arts district, um, you know, definitely a lot of artists, a lot of creatives, uh, met some filmmakers and things like that. So, you know, however, that it just comes back to it. However you can pay something forward, I think will go the longest way. And then that's actually it. I, I thought I had a third, I thought I had a third point here, but maybe I didn't fill it out fully. So we'll leave it at that. Um, 
that's and that again is is the main takeaway is just focus on providing value for others and um oh the third one shoot you know what i'm just gonna i'm just not even gonna bother with it because uh, I don't remember it right now. I know I had one in mind, but I don't want to fumble my way through it. So the main thing, bring business cards. And the second thing, uh, focus on providing value. And, uh, you know, I, to me, like that stuff will come back around. So as long as you're being a good human being and trying to help those around you, uh, you never know where that will come back. And, you know, just just get out there. Just be yourself and be genuine. I think people see through um, inauthenticity very, very easily. Uh, you don't want to be disingenuous. And, you know, I think if you go out there, you're not necessarily making friends, but that is the best case scenario, right? To to vibe with someone so well that like, not only are they a professional or business contact, but they are someone who potentially uh, is a person that has a, an even bigger impact in your life from a social, emotional perspective. So um, yeah, you just never know who you're going to meet, uh, but get out there. Get outside your shell and just be yourself. And um, yeah, I, I think the best best way to do it is just if you can go with someone, that's great. I went by myself, which I think there are some benefits to doing that too, because in that way, you know, you're kind of forced to have some conversations that you know, or just like eke your way into this big group or whatever the case is. You know, this, everything kind of splinters off. So um, those would be my tips. And obviously, I will. I'm a work in progress, so I will tr continue to provide. Uh, more observations and tips as I go or the things that at least work for me. So that was the big uh, thing that I wanted to focus on for this podcast episode, uh, just because it was such a big part of, of what happened with me last week. I, I came out of that event and I was really focused on it. Like, what could I do better? Um, you know, where should I try to hit up? Like, you know, obviously bring business cards and, you know, what are the different things? Even afterwards, all the folks that I connected with, hey, who can I put this person in touch with? Things like that. So um, it was a it was a big, big uh, mental part of my last week. And I was just kind of mulling it over and it was just kind of in my head. So wanted to get that out there. And hopefully this can help those of you who are kind of struggling with getting out there, finding people. And, and you know, this is not necessarily related to an in-person networking event, but, you know, I mean, the internet is amazing. They're, you know, um, just DM people, slide into those DMs. I know it's said it all the time, but um, you just never know who's going to respond. You know, people reached out to me to remix seasons and other tracks uh, in the past. And, you know, if they hadn't done that, these things would never be there. Now, obviously, I'm, I'm all about collaboration. I'm all about doing that. And I try to do that on the flip side with finding other folks that I want to work with. Um, but, you know... You don't necessarily need to be in a physical place. Uh, you know, Primal, for example, he's in actually all the remixes, all the, all the, now I'm not gonna say all, but most of the collaborations that I've done are people who've been in other cities who, if I'm being 100% honest with you, I've never met in person. Uh, we've maybe called or Skyped or done things like that, but a lot of these collaborations are happening just with people who are at the same kind of mental wavelength as you. So if you can't find those people in person or there aren't events to go to in person, just keep kicking it online. Keep just just keep digging, like search those hashtags on Instagram to see who's doing similar things. Uh, search different groups, Craigslist, whatever the case is. Um, uh, maybe not Craigslist for online, but you get what I'm saying. Twitter, Twitter and Instagram, Facebook obviously are going to be the big ones. Um, but even YouTube, you never know who you'll find uh, doing like a cool video or something that you want to get into uh, that you could maybe collaborate with or learn from or connect with, whatever the case is. So that's what I'm going to say on just networking in general for right now. 
hopefully I'll have more uh, updates for you guys in the future on that. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited in the sense that I have no idea what will come of this. I think it'd be cool to do an episode in like, I don't know, a year or two years and be like, going back to episode 10, I met this specific producer at that networking event that I was talking about. And here we have this song coming out on Spotify now, or we have this uh, track or whatever the case is. So um, now that I feel like I'm doing a better job just documenting my my weeks and things that are happening, um, yeah, it'll be fun to kind of go back and see how all the little things that you put out there, uh, all the little seeds that you plant is probably the better way to say it, things that you put out there, all the seeds that you plant. Not all of them are going to grow to be the biggest trees or the biggest flowers or whatever the case is, but the little ones, you just never know where they're going to blossom. So there's probably a much better and cooler way to say what I just said, and somebody's going to take that and turn it into an awesome quote. Feel free to do that. Um, But yeah, just keep killing it. Keep reaching out. Don't give up. Find those people who are on that same mental wavelength as you, and you are good to go. And I know I keep saying I'm going to stop talking about networking. I'm going to stop talking about networking now. Okay. Couple more things that I do want to discuss uh, before the episode is over. Um, so we got a couple more things. The first one is I'm trying to do more reading. So I want to share. Uh, I'm trying to read a book a month if I can, and that doesn't doesn't necessarily mean that I am finishing the book end to end. But it's more so I just want to be diving into the thoughts and the research and the worlds that people are building, whether that's fiction or nonfiction. I, I tend to, to steer towards nonfiction just because I'm always looking for something to, um, I don't know, engage me in a different way. Although I do have a very deep respect for fiction and I know I need to get back into reading more fiction because I feel like from a creative standpoint, that's just going to, on one hand, relax my brain and allow me some escapism, but then two, probably offer just creativity in different ways. So we're going to start this, uh, I don't know, after sound book club, whatever it is. The first book that I want to talk about is, uh, or sorry, let's go with this. The October book of the month is, let's get the title right here. How to make it in the new music, new music business by Ari Herstand. And for those who don't know, Ari Herstand is uh, a very talented songwriter. A uh, very talented singer, and he's just been doing so much for the independent music community uh, for years at this point. And um, you know, I've benefited so much from the. He had the Ari's Take blog. He's put out courses. Now he's got this book. Um, and so for me, like I, you know, I just I'm very appreciative to Ari. I bought this book a couple of years ago, and I believe there's a second edition that is coming out later on this year. But just wanted to just wanted to highlight that. I, I feel like. It's a good blueprint for folks who are either in music, trying to get into music, even if you're even if you're pretty far into it and established, like there's just it opened my eyes to a lot of different things, especially social media wise, like what's trending, what isn't, you know, or how to go about uh, approaching recruiters. Like It's just a very all not recruiters uh, approaching uh, press or things like that. It's it's a very just all-encompassing book and I feel like he did a fantastic job with it. I'm still making my way through it. It's taken me obviously still all this time, but uh, I've been approaching it very piecemeal where I'll go through the table of contents, find something that I like or something that kind of pops out to me or something that I'm searching for that I need to learn more about and feel and want to get his his take on it, pun intended. Um, I'll, you know, I, I'm kind of consuming the book, the book, I'm consuming the book in that format. Although I would say that if you read it cover to cover, you would probably benefit immensely from just 
getting, like I said, that whole snapshot of where the industry is at or where I guess where it was at a couple of years ago and which is why there's a, a second edition coming out soon. So that is the first thing. Um, I do also want to start, uh, I don't know how to, how to do this. Cause I like my, my music listening tastes, uh, very, not very, but like, it's just very fluid, right? Like I listen to a bunch of things and I start and I stop and whatever the case is, but I guess whenever I do, I'm doing these solo episodes, I can also talk about what I'm currently listening to. And right now my obsession is London grammar. Oh my gosh. Uh, I don't know where I've been for the last however many years since they've been releasing music, at least five, six or seven, but um, they got some awesome stuff. So that's been on repeat for me. Been listening to a lot of them. Shout out to Subi, uh, an artist from Chicago who uh, I got connected with actually before coming here. She put me onto them. So make sure you check out her music too. S-U-B-H-I. I'm just just trying to, trying to send traffic everywhere at this point, but um London Grammar is what I'm listening to. They have my attention right now, and I am just fascinated with their production style and songwriting in general. So uh, check them out. Would love to hear your thoughts. Now, the last part of the episode, and I'll do these as, um, you know, whenever I got these solo episodes or solo, yeah, well, I guess we'll call them solo episodes when there's nobody, nobody to chat with except myself and a microphone. Um... We will finish off with a couple questions that you guys submitted. So first of all, thank you to those who submitted questions. Um, for those of you who do want to submit questions, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, feel free to leave the question in the comment. Uh, otherwise, you can hit me up on Twitter at Aftersound Music or um, Instagram is probably one of the places where I feel like most of the questions are submitted. I'll either put something in my stories where you guys can submit the questions directly or you can just send them to me in a DM, uh, and that is at Aftersound on Instagram. So you got a question, you want to know about something, could literally be anything, uh, send it my way, and uh, hopefully it'll get on the show and I'll be able to answer it. So first one comes from Ashley M, uh, and she's asking, any tips slash tricks? Actually, I shouldn't say she. Coming from Ashley M, any tips slash tricks for self-motivation? So Ashley, I would say the biggest thing for me, and I, I'm not sure where you're, you're coming from, if this is like music related, creative related, or just like, I don't know, like workout or, or healthy eating, healthy lifestyle, whatever it is, like I, well, my, my answer is going to be very much shaded by the creative side of things, right? Like I get ridiculously inspired meeting other people and seeing other people in their element, right? So like going to a concert or, um, you know, seeing a, not necessarily a movie, but like if I'm able to go to like a, a film event where like the director's there and able to talk about things, um, but just like being around people or even just, even just talking, like I think, honestly, that's one of the big reasons that, you know, one of the big draws for me was about moving to LA was um, just everybody here is trying to do something, right? Like uh, there's just, there's just this energy that's different. And I think being around that, it's inspiring, it's motivating. And I think, you know, they, there's a saying that says like you are the average of the five people uh, that you spend the most time with. And so I think just spending time and being around people and maybe not even in person, but, you know, uh, that could be digitally or following them on Instagram, you know, in, in certain ways. But if you can just, um, 
be around those types of people or have those people filter into your life, whether it's through content, whether it's through interaction, whether it's through consuming media, whatever, whatever form that is. Uh, for me, a lot of it is in person. I get a lot of that. So if I go to a concert and I see uh, another band, like, or I see, uh, like I said, film festival, things like that, or even just meeting a lot of folks here in LA where it's just like, man, this guy's working on his startup, something that has nothing to do with music, but just his passion, his energy, his focus, and the way that he approaches you know, this business like his baby, I look at that and to me, it's like I'm looking in a mirror because it's just like, I, you know, all everything that I put out, everything that I create, it's it's like my baby, right? So I I see how I see how passionate people get about that. And uh, it, it just inspires me. So self-motivation, I would say get out. I think I, in the most ideal situation, if you can meet people in person, go to shows, go to concerts, go to events, uh, maybe even networking events, um, whatever the case is. I, like, look at me just tying the whole episode together. But, you know, if, if you can be around people doing things that uh, you want to do or similar things or within the same field or even just creative in general, I think that uh, it goes a long way because it makes you it makes you stop and take stock of like, like, what am I doing? Like, you know, I want to make sure that I have my stuff together. I want to make sure that I'm on point because seeing these other people on point, you know, I, jealousy is not a thing. Like, don't like don't don't get it there. Like, I, I mean, there's just no room for jealousy. If, you, if, if that's in your mindset, that type of negativity, first things first is like get, get rid of that. Like whenever I see people succeeding, friends are not. I'm always happy for them. And I, I'm, I look at that and I see like, okay, what are they doing that's working? Uh, because now they've just created a blueprint for me, right? It's something that they did hit it big or whatever the case is. And now I just want to focus on that. I want to take what I see from them. And if I have a personal relationship, maybe even talk with them about what's been working and apply that to my methods and what I'm trying to do. So hopefully that helps. If you need more clarifications, feel free to reach out. We'd love to chat on it more. But uh, that is my tips or tricks, I guess, for self-motivation and just kind of getting your, your, your head in the right mental space. So thank you so much for the question. Uh, second one comes from Richie, Richie S. Uh, and so I can't, so I, I picked this one, although I can't even show it. But the question is, what is your current cell phone wallpaper? So I can't show it because I'm literally recording this on my cell phone. So, um, but I do want to say, I'll describe it for you because I think it's, it's, uh, it's just words and it's more so a reminder for me. And I think I picked this up actually from, uh, listening to one of the guests on the Tim Ferriss podcast. Um, I don't want to misquote it, but I know Tim Ferriss is another, uh, podcast that I will listen to the Tim Ferriss show and he's got some tremendous guests on there and I cannot remember, I apologize who exactly I picked it up from, but uh, hoping that just sharing it forward will will be enough to get that positive momentum out there. So it's literally just a black screen that has text on it, white text, and it says, sit, sit. So sit, sit, walk, walk, don't wobble. And I believe that is a Chinese proverb for uh, the idea behind it being that like, when you're with people, like be with people. That's what sit, sit is, right? And when you're moving, when you're doing things, like do things. Don't wobble, meaning don't don't be double minded, not double minded, but don't, you know, it's it's almost like the idea of like giving people the attention they deserve, the people that are around you, right? And when you're working, then work and, and stop thinking about other people or stop thinking about distractions in a sense, not other people, but distractions. Um, so I actually put that on my my phone screen because I think the 
the natural tendency is like, if you're in a group of people, how many times do you see somebody pull their phone out or like they're just checking their phone, even though there's a, there's a, there's a great conversation happening, right? And I am guilty of it even now, even with this. But the idea is that like, it, it's hopefully a reminder to myself whenever I look up my phone and I'm just trying to see, oh, is there notifications or something? Whenever I see that sit, sit, walk, walk, don't wobble, it's just a reminder that, hey, if I'm with people or if I'm in uh, some type of environment where I should be engaging with the people around me in person, then it's just a reminder to do that. Um, so it's one of those things where I just, I, I'm trying to reduce the amount of, I don't, I don't want to call it like rudeness, but like, I, I just, I want to be more present with the, uh, the company that I'm with. And, and then on the flip side of that, like when I'm not, uh, around or when I'm just trying to focus on what I'm trying to focus on and I'm trying to check my phone for something, like it'll remind me like walk, walk, right. That's the other half of it. Like if I'm working, work, stop checking your phone, stop looking at distractions, whatever the case is, like get into that flow state. So that is what's on my wallpaper. Like I said, um, I created it myself uh, just because it's, I, I don't think there's anything out there. So I just created like a black thing and added the, the white text. Uh, it's literally five lines. So sit, then sit, walk, walk, and don't wobble. Um, so I'm just describing something that I could have showed to you, but I apologize. It is on my phone, which is recording right now. So Richie, thank you so much for the question. Uh, hope that helps. I uh, hope that answers your question. It should, but um, hopefully that's what you're looking for. Um, I don't have any, I should have like a cute cat photo or some members of my family, but I feel like uh, I do have photos of them, but I wanted something more. I, I just wanted a reminder for that knee jerk reaction when I, when I look at my phone. So that is all I got for episode 10. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, we will have more next week. I'm trying to do this at least on a weekly basis. Uh, we'll see once um, maybe more of the interviews and things like that start rolling in if we need to do this more than once a week. But every Monday is when I'm trying to post these episodes. So keep an eye out for that. And uh, new music on the way. Can't say anything yet, but uh, I will say that I am trying to get more stuff on YouTube, specifically covers. So if you have requests, please send them through. With that, uh, we will go ahead and end this episode here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, make sure you check out the most recent episode with Jami if you haven't already. Um, and yeah, much love. Have a great week.